Al Jazeera Podcasts. Boeing's 737 MAX 9 planes are now back in the skies. And if that plane sounds familiar, it might be because you heard about an incident on a flight earlier this month. You just hear a big boom. It was silent for like one second. 12-year-old Josiah McCall and his mother were two of the passengers flying down the west coast of the U.S. And then you would just feel and hear a lot of air going around, freezing cold air. Barely five minutes into the trip, Josiah watched his phone and teddy bear get sucked out of the plane. A refrigerator-sized part of the wall had blown off the Alaska Airlines jet. Already at 16,000 feet, the pilot headed back for an emergency landing. The incident led to 171 Boeing jets being grounded for weeks. And it wasn't the first time the 737 MAX has been kept out of the air. Now they've been cleared to fly again. But are they actually safe? I'm Malika Bilal, and this is The Take. For anyone who's taken a flight since January 5th, you might be familiar with a new ritual, looking at what model of plane you're meant to fly, hoping not to experience something like what Josiah and his mother Sesorun did. Here she is speaking to ABC News. I reached over and held his hands, um, and we literally thought that we were going to die. So this was 737 MAX, an aircraft that is the household name for all of the wrong reasons. That's Alex Macheris. He's an aviation expert and a fellow podcaster. The show he co-hosts is called On Air. Alex says it's not the first time a 737 MAX has had a problem. It is one of Boeing's best-selling aircraft in the history of Boeing production. It's also Boeing's most troubled aircraft. And so, you know, those two facts are true at the same time. Any time that anything happens in commercial aviation with the 77 MAX, it's immediately under the spotlight. And I say that because we have aircraft that have to make emergency landings every day. We have aircraft that have small minor tech faults that it happens every day. When there are so many tens of thousands of flights airborne over a period of 24, 48 hours, it's only natural that there are small hiccups. But when something happens with a MAX, it's immediately under the microscope. And what happened on January 5th, of course, was more than a small hiccup. Alaska Airlines has temporarily grounded all Boeing MAX 9 aircrafts following a mid-air emergency. Yeah, a large section of one aircraft blew out moments after takeoff. There was no need to place the aircraft under a microscope because a whole part of the fuselage had literally torn off and broken away from the rest of the aircraft. So that's the body of the aircraft. While only having been airborne for six or seven minutes in what was an unbelievably dangerous, shocking, extraordinary incident to occur and to happen on a new aircraft that was factory fresh from Boeing. And of course, of all aircraft, it's the one that has 
had all of the scrutiny, all of the safety concerns. All, it's the one that was grounded around the world and banned globally for almost two years. It's uh, quite unbelievable. And never in commercial aviation history has there been a series of events like this with one aircraft type. As Alex mentioned, this plane has an infamous history. He says that when Boeing first announced the 737 MAX back in 2011, they were trying to outdo their main competitor, Airbus. Boeing's 737 MAX and its rival, the Airbus A320neo, are at the center of the biggest rivalry in the aviation industry. The 737 MAX was Boeing's pretty rushed last-minute idea to take on Airbus years and years ago when Airbus had released a new A320neo, which was a more efficient version of its short-haul aircraft, and Boeing needed to come up with something. But they knew that it takes years to get an aircraft from, you know, a drawing on the back of a napkin into production, and they could see Airbus having made this shock announcement of this new shiny plane that everyone was racing to order, so they made the MAX. The first flight of one of these planes, called the 737 MAX 8, was in 2016 just five years after it was announced. And what followed when the MAX came into service was a deadly, devastating crash in Indonesia. A Lion Air Boeing 737 MAX 8 carrying 189 people crashed into the sea this morning. The flight took off from Jakarta and was headed for an island off Sumatra. Rescuers have located debris, but they do not expect to find any survivors. So a brand new shiny plane suffering this awful, tragic accident with Lion Air. That's a low-cost carrier in Indonesia. What happens is, because it happens in Indonesia, the Western world look at it and say, well, Indonesia's air travel safety record is one of the weakest globally. That is a fact. It's not rhetoric, but it is fact. And so it's very quickly concluded that, well, well, it must be that. They obviously were not equipped to handle this, you know, this, this shiny new Boeing aircraft. And I would say that, you know, the, the, the rhetoric then, I remember speaking to colleagues across the industry. I remember speaking to Boeing directly, to the Boeing CEO directly, and so on and so on. It was very much that it was just this unfortunate incident that had claimed so many lives in Indonesia but definitely nothing to do with the aircraft. But it wasn't just Indonesia's safety record. What happens four months later is an Ethiopian Airlines plane, 737 MAX, boards everyone, takes off on what should have been a a normal uh, routine flight. And just minutes after takeoff, mirroring exactly what happened in Indonesia, it quite literally nosedives and crashes and kills a whole load more people. Ethiopian Airlines says all 157 people have been killed in the crash of a Boeing 737 MAX jet. The plane was the newest version of the 737. It was just four months old. And it was only when that incident happened did immediately, I mean, the the knee-jerk reaction from the industry was, oh my goodness, it's not the airline, is it? There's something wrong with this aircraft. This doesn't, you don't get two identical accidents in the space of four months. We can tell you that there is widespread discussion now about the possible link between the Ethiopian crash and the Indonesian crash. 
The disasters led to a long pause in the 737 MAX's use. The aircraft was grounded globally everywhere. The US were one of the last to ban it. Uh, the rest of the world took action before them because they, they did not like what they had seen. And Boeing then finally launched an investigation. The FAA, the US regulator, launched an investigation. And it's concluded after many, many months that the fault is entirely Boeing's. There is a system on this aircraft that Boeing added because the engines were so big on this plane, they needed to adjust the pitch of the aircraft. So they, they introduced this automated software that when the aircraft would naturally go to climb because it's almost back heavy, the nose would be brought down by this automatic part of the autopilot in order to keep the aircraft level. Was it in the flight control manuals? No. Were pilots aware about it? In almost all scenarios, no. Were airlines informed to train their pilots on this new system? No. So these pilots were flying a death trap. You know, it was, it was just absolutely horrific. And Boeing were forced to face scrutiny, you know, investigations. They did a software update, which is the update that corrected this faulty system. Boeing is now saying that it has completed that software update for its 737 MAX planes in the wake of a congressional hearing with the acting FAA administrator about the aircraft. And uh, the regulators scrutinized the aircraft. Long story short, two years later, the aircraft is recertified to fly again. And here it is now, airborne. It's incredibly troubled in terms of history. It has claimed hundreds and hundreds of lives, which is unbelievable for a brand new aircraft. It's just quite staggering. After the break, a closer look at the safety culture at Boeing. On the next Necessary Tomorrows, can humans and AI be kin? We meet Cree artist Archer Pachawis. I would like to take the AI back to the res and like go to ceremonies with it, right? And teach it about our spiritual protocols in the hopes of deepening our relationship. And theorist Douglas Rushkoff. The AI that we launched was capitalism back in the 12th and 13th century. That is the program that is running. And artificial intelligence is running inside capitalism. Indigenous AI, Unnecessary Tomorrows, a new podcast by Doha Debates and Al Jazeera. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts. For aviation experts like Alex Macheris, who've been following the Boeing 737 MAX, the fact that it's had another major safety incident is shocking. Here we are now at the beginning of, you know, end of 2023, beginning of 2024, and Alaska Airlines take a factory fresh 737 MAX, which are in service all over the world, and six minutes after takeoff, a whole chunk of the aircraft is, is torn away, and the Boeing CEO is receiving a video, and he said himself he, he couldn't speak, he was lost for words, because he could see there was an empty seat exactly where the part of the aircraft that had, that had been ripped away in the depressurization, uh, the seat was empty. And his first thought, he said, which is what a lot of us thought, is that, oh my God, was, was there somebody sat there? Here's Boeing CEO David Calhoun. All I could think about, I didn't know what happened to whoever was supposed to be in the seat next to that hole in the airplane. There wasn't anyone sitting in that seat, which is fortunate because a lot was flying out from that hole. 
the moment you are exposed to the outside world in that scenario, the outside world is sucking out anything that it can from that aircraft. And that's why phones, anything that wasn't loose went out. Phones, somebody I think lost an iPad. The guy sitting in the middle seat had his clothes ripped from him. And he was, he was shirtless by the end of the flight. I mean, it's miraculous that everything was fine. The flight crew handled it very well. They returned safely. They didn't panic and so on. It's also no, nothing short of a miracle that everyone had their seatbelts fastened because if they were not, they were bad. I mean, they would have been out immediately. And Alex says it's not just about one type of plane that's concerning. There is a real question at the safety culture at Boeing. And we know that a big US government-led investigation revealed that Boeing had quote a culture of concealment that um i mean it was the most they would they say that all bad reports are quote you know damning but th- this was like the definition of damning this just exposed how safety was and quality was absolutely flawed at production facilities and sites where they were creating and manufacturing the 737 max a congressional committee investigating Boeing says its, quote, culture of concealment and poor oversight by federal regulators contributed to two deadly crashes involving the grounded 737 MAX. The House committee says this is an ongoing investigation which could lead to legislation to improve FAA oversight of new aircraft. And while Boeing is answering to U.S. investigations, the implications of those investigations are global because Boeing serve the world, not just U.S. carriers, we absolutely should be concerned. We have enough evidence to be fully concerned at the safety culture of Boeing. It is not good enough. And don't take that from me. Take that from Boeing's direct customers, the, the airline CEOs who take mega orders from Boeing, whether it's Ryanair's Michael O'Leary, the very outspoken Irish CEO who has had to double the number of engineers that he is sending to accept new Ryanair aircraft from Boeing because he says... They're just required to do more checks because the aircraft that are coming off of the production and that are being declared as fit to fly are not. And this is evidence of that. Here's O'Leary on CNBC. We were originally expecting 58 aircraft for the summer of 2020. That's now 30 at best. It may well move to 20. It could move to 10. And it could well move to zero if Boeing don't get their together pretty quickly with the regulators. Ryanair said it would buy 737 MAX 10s, the upcoming model of the MAX, quote, at the right price. But still, Alex says Boeing's credibility with airlines has plummeted. Boeing have had to convince every single stakeholder under the sun that we have changed. We're safety conscious now. We're not who we were four years ago. We're not who we were even two years ago. We are absolutely you know, forensic when it comes to safety. Well, apparently not. We now know that the hole in the Alaska Airlines flight was due to loose or missing bolts holding in what's called the door plug, a panel on the wall of the plane. Further fallout for Boeing this morning. The Alaska Airlines 737 MAX 9 jet, which had its door plug blow out mid-flight just over three weeks ago, appears to have left Boeing's factory with bolts missing. You take a brand new aircraft like this and they've now discovered loose bolts everywhere. And then it leads to other airlines to inspect their aircraft. And five other airlines have since said they've found a bunch of loose bolts on all 737 MAX aircraft that they checked. And you begin to think, what is happening at Renton where they manufacture and assemble these aircraft? It's, uh, it's extraordinary. 
Boeinger need a whole revamp and refresh with a focus on safety because their reputation has suffered immensely. They are suffering immensely financially at the burden of the, all these 737 MAX dramas. And public confidence in this aircraft is, is at an all-time low. Now, I'm getting passengers that are messaging me, not just saying, you know, Alex, I don't want to fly 737 MAX. How do I avoid it? But that's saying to me, Alex, I'm flying on a Boeing tomorrow and I'm t trying to reassure them that, you know, almost all are fine. I get the concern with the 737 MAX, but what I'm trying to get across is, I guess, that's the level of cut through. The, the word, the name Boeing is now linked in so many households with concern. And, and that's kind of their own fault. And that's The Take. This episode was produced by Ashish Madhotra and Veronisa Campana, with Nagin Oliayi, Chloe K. Lee, Miranda Lynn, Khalid Sultan, David Enders, Amy Walters, Sonia Bagat, Zaina Badr, Sariel Khalili, and me, Malika Bilal. Our sound designer is Alex Roldan. Alexandra Locke is The Take's executive producer, and Ney Alvarez is Al Jazeera's head of audio. We'll be back. <laughs>